Blog Talk Radio. you 
with the quick three. We're gonna let Lady T come with the quick three. Plus, she says she got a rant, so I'm I'm interested in seeing what the Ooh. what you got for. Ooh. Ooh, Bishop, first on our lovely quick three for this week. Everybody knows that the R&B artist, The Weeknd, released his album, Starboy, on November 25th. And according to Billboard, it has hit number one on the Billboard charts. And believe it or not, it has broken a Scottish Spotify record for the most streams since November 25th following the releases of Beyonce's Lemonade and Drake's Views. And this actually has sold 348,000 equivalent in album sales, and it's the third largest debut this year, but it has broken the records for the Spotify record of over a million streams in its first day. And congratulations to Abel on this fantastic feat that he has created, that he has achieved. And I'm actually taking a listen to that album, and it's actually pretty damn stellar. And I'm a huge fan of The Weeknd myself. I've been a big fan since Wicked Games. And again, congratulations to The Weeknd for breaking the record of the most streams on Spotify with a debut album. Okay, number two. This is kind of a double whammy because two fantastic artists, one has released an album, one will be released tomorrow, Travis Gambino, who is also known as the actor Donald Glover, who has released his latest album, Come Alive, My Love, Awaken My Love. And it is a pretty dope album, I may add. I've actually taken a listen. And what's so amazing about this album is it gives you that old-school funk vibe. And, Eddie, I, I don't know if you're a fan of Charles Gambino or not. It's pretty – you should take take a listen to that album. It kind of takes you back to the 70s. And it's beautiful. Okay, okay, we have technical we have some technical difficulties. Uh blog talk acting funny again. Apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all please forgive us. Um it booted me out the system. And uh even though it still has me uh like I'm logged, like I'm logged in as the host, but it booted me out. So, uh, Lady T, what you got for us on the on the second part? What's the second? What's the second of the top three? Let me another quick three. As I was saying, 
two fantastic artists. One ha- one has released an album, and one will be releasing an album tomorrow. The artist, who is actually one of my favorite artists, Travis Gambino, who is known as Donald Glover, the actor. And he, let me ask, he's a fine actor, may I ask. He released his album, Awaken My Love. And let me tell you, fantastic. I don't know if you are a fan of him or not, Eddie, but his album takes you back to the 70s. And actually, one of the tracks, one of my favorite albums from that era and that is Funkadelic's Magic Brain record, which samples an ear orgasm for the ages by the late and great axe player, Eddie Hazel. Rest in peace, sir. And thank you for your beautiful axe skills. And second... Cole will be releasing his album for your eyes only, which is kind of ironic because it is also the one year anniversary, two year anniversary date of the, his previous release, his critically acclaimed. 2014 Forest Hills Drive album, which was released on December 9th, 2014. And here, he's going to hit us in the head again, which will, I think will be another classic. I believe so. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that release. I am a huge Shake Cole fan. And I am just excited, very, very excited to hear he is releasing an album. Ooh, and the third, I got to go to the third. I'm I'm shaking right now because it's, I'm so excited to do this rant, but everybody knows the third and last had to save the best for last on this lovely Kirk Three this evening that. The lovely public enemy number one for the last couple of years, well, pretty much the last decade. He's a troubled genius. Is none other than Kanye West, his celebrity collaborators and friends have been either reaching out to him and wishing him well for his recent breakdown that he had. Or they are bashing him to no end. And recent reports have been swirling that his wife, none other than possibly thrown around the infamous D word, you guessed it, divorce. Because supposedly she's been feeling, he's been 
a little bit too mentally unstable to be around their two lovely children, North and Saint. Again, I'm just going to write a, I'm just going to start this rant by saying, Dear Kardashian, stop breaking these men down, please. Just stop it. I don't know what y'all doing to these men, but y'all need to stop it. You've destroyed Lamar Odom. You've destroyed Scott Disick. You've destroyed Bruce Jenner. And you made him become a woman, for Christ's sake. I don't know what's in the water in the Kardashians' home, but they need some they need some healing, I'm telling you. My heart goes out to Kanye West. But get it together, bro. I love your music, but you need to get it together. Go on a vacation or something, have a couple of drinks, and just be by your damn self, please. I love I love you as a producer. I love you as an artist. But you need a break from those god-awful Kardashians. Lord have mercy. Woo! I called this a few years ago that he was going to have a breakdown of some sort. Eddie, you got something to say about this? Because I'm done. I love Kanye, but I'm done with him. Sheesh. Nope. At the end of the day, the simple fact is that may the brother recover. Um, he needs, you know, and hopefully recover in his in his right mind. I'm not one to speak ill of a person, especially since back when they're going through. Plain and simple. Absolutely. I'm not, uh, um, I'm not a fan of Kanye. I used to be when he first I came out. I used to be as well. Back in the college dropout and all that type of stuff, but I, oh, I'm not man. a fan. Um, High school. Kanye, Kanye has. Kanye has been heading in this direction uh, for a while now. I mean, there's no, there's nobody that can't sit up there and say they didn't see this coming. You did. You <laughs> did. We all did. And at the end, and at the end of the day, the simple fact is something that should have been dealt with, should have been done, uh, uh, confronted a long dog on time ago. Like period. And the funny thing. You get these people that that claim to be so close, and this isn't that the third, but yet nobody helped this man sit up there and wasn't it? Like try to get him some help. Nobody. No. Nobody. When he sat up there, he did what he did uh, uh, to Taylor Swift. Somebody said this. Somebody said this. Something. Nobody did. Everybody thought it was funny. You know, Do you know what I called him on, that when night? He went off on sway. 
No. Do you know what I called Kanye? When he went off when, when he went off backstage at Saturday Night Live. I mean, Kanye needs some help, man. Do you he know what I help. called Kanye? I don't blame the Kardashians. What What are you calling? When I called him, when that Taylor Swift thing went down, I called him Edward Hennessyhan. That man walked on the red carpet with Amber Rose in tow with a bottle of Hennessy and drinking it like it was water. If you're drinking a bottle of Hennessy like it's water, yeah, you really need some help, man. But everybody knows November is a very hard time for Kanye because he lost his mother, Donda West. On November 10th, 2007, due to complications following a plastic surgery procedure, which caused her heart to fail. Rest in peace, Donda West. I pray for Kanye and his family, and especially his children. Because they do not need to be subjected to any of that. I mean, I but like you said, but like you, said but like you said, this he's been on a downward spiral for months, probably in the last, because it's been it'll be going on a decade since he lost his mother. Think about it; it's 2016. Tomorrow, next year, we'll make it a decade. I saw this coming. A mile away. So, yeah. I'm through. That's the quick three for this week. But, oh, I had to get that out. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't fault the, um, I don't, I don't fault the Kardashians. They don't, I don't fault them, not for Kanye, because Kanye out of his own mouth said he'd been, he, he'd been, he's been wanting uh Kim from the moment he said it and I guess laid eyes on her so and he did what he, he did what he did to to get her. I don't I don't fault I don't fault them when it comes to him. Now Lamar oh really honestly I I I don't fault the Kardashians for for what happens to any of the men that sit up there and find and, and wind up or find themselves sitting up there and dating these women, whatever the case may be. Because at the end of the day, the simple fact, these men in most cases, like even even with the Lamar Odom situation, Lamar Odom was married before he sat up there and got with Chloe uh, Kardashian. People seem tend to to forget that to forget that that fact right there. At the end of the day, the simple fact is that I mean. What is what is the the fantasy of of being with a Kardashian is the equivalent of being with Corinne Stephens. <laughs> That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Being with a Kardashian is the equivalent to being with Corinne Stephens. You better Even go he, punch your Wayne you better go punch chicken on the buddy train. Oh Wayne, my God. Wayne, Wayne Wayne said it best in a song. 
and she's a beast with that head, even better than Karan. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm thoroughly done. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? You got Kim. Kim, you know what I'm saying? You got Kim that was sitting up there, and she done jumped from Ray J, uh, Lord, to Austin Miles that that used to play for the Dallas Cowboys, to Reggie Bush off and on, uh, to Chris Humphreys. And even before Chris Humphreys, she did something with her own bodyguard. I mean, Kim been doing some hopping. And now you got Chloe doing the same thing, just hopping. French Montana. You know what I'm saying? Tristan Thompson. You know, and the thing now. about it is, she, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, let's not forget James Harden, too. Talk to me. She dated ooh, him, too. Oh, yeah, she did. She did. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they just sitting up there and they just hopping. And, and what I don't get for the life of me, yes, I do. Yes, I do, because it's just like for the, the for for the dude that went that still chased after Corinne Stephens after she dropped that first book. Cause Joker's like, oh, I I just gotta try it. I just, I just gotta see. Ooh, I just gotta be with a Kardashian. Cause other than that, let's be fair. What the hell are they famous for? Absolutely nothing. And if Ray J never sat up there and leaked that sex tape between him and Kim, we would not be talking about the Kardashians. They wouldn't have a re- a reality show. None of that. So I don't blame them breakdown that these men have. Not even Bruce, because at the end, because apparently Bruce has been feeling like that for decades. Before he ever met Chris. But what baffles me, but what it, it don't baffle, it doesn't baffle me. It doesn't baffle me at all because people, people do it all the time. It's been done all the time. As far as in fact, and you wanting to be with somebody or going after somebody or choosing to be with someone, and you know their situation. We all know Khloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom are still married. They have not gotten a divorce. They are still married. She is still very much married to that man. In the eyesight of God and literally the state, however you want to put it. Because they have not got a divorce, nor are they legally separated. So at the end, and even if they were legally separated in the eyes of God, they still married. To pursue a woman that you know is married and knock her up, way to go, T. Thompson. Way to go, my man. Way to go. I just pray the same fact nothing happens to that brother. He messed around here. He found himself having a nervous breakdown. So, I mean, but you know, everybody want everybody want to be a Kardashian. Everybody want to be a Kardashian. I'm just over it. I'm over it. I've been over the Kardashians. Been over them. Been over them. So, I mean, I don't blame them. Like I said, the whole Kanye situation, even before him and him, that was something that was coming. That was already in the works long before he even got with Kim Kardashian. Long before he got with her, it was just something that was already in the works because he was he was beginning to feel himself a tad bit too much. Even before his mother passed, he was he was already headed in that direction because he was already acting arrogant and cocky. 
his mother just passing just speeded the it just speeded the process up. But again, that doesn't mean it's in fact I want that man to sit up there and have a nervous breakdown. Not at all. But you could see that it was coming. And all his quote unquote so called friends, whatever the case may be, my question is in fact is where are you? Where were you at? Now, I'm quite sure there's got to be somebody Kanye would sit up there and listen to. At least one person. I've got to believe that at least one person the man would sit up there and listen to. Maybe not. I don't know. However, I do want the brother to get better. I want Amen. to get better. And he ought, and I will give him some credit because this has got to be the longest Kim Kardashian has ever been married, ever. They need an award. <laughs> you know what I still think is the funniest thing ever? You know what I think is the, still think I still think it's the funniest thing ever. When um Kim's mom, Chris, said after the divorce with Chris Humphrey, she went off and said, I'm married for seventy two daily. Really that was that was promising. I just about died. I hollered for dear life. <laughs> oh my God! I'm oh, screaming. Man, listen, don't Kardashians is just yeah. What can I terrible. say? Terrible, terrible. What can I terrible. say? Because now mm. she's trying to sit. Now she's trying to sit up there, and she's trying to live like she they age. You ain't their age. You need to tell down somewhere. I need you to have a seat. Like several. You got grandchildren. Your days are acting like you in your thirties and forties is over. Have a seat. Sit it on down. It's all right. Be a grandmama. You know. Whereas they like whereas they or as they like to say, you know, nowadays thanks thanks to Nene thanks to Nene Leaks, you know what I'm saying? A glamma. You know, you can you can be a glamma. You know, Eddie, Eddie, no, but, all that, but all that, listen, I'm just saying, all that you trying to sit up there and you trying to act like you in your 20s, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you are not. You're not in your 20s. I need you to get yourself together. I need you to get yourself together. I need you to remember, Chris, if you can hear me, if somebody gets this audio to her and she can hear me, I want you to say it with me. Say I am a grandmother. I'm not single. Oh, well, I'm not 25. I'm not 18. I am a grandmother. I have grown kids. I have grandkids. Keep that in mind. You know, I like you got some sense. You know, out there, you out there playing Kruger. Better quit. Somebody put you in a cage. All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh my God! But Bishop, stop! Thanks. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Stop! I can't that's my, breathe. That's my that's, that's that's my that's my rant for the night. I'm just saying. I'm done. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that was too funny. I'm done. Yeah, I'm saying. You know, Go purchase. Kind of Go just think about that sure. for a second. Go purchase your um. But 
ticket on the petty train. Good Lord. <laughs> but uh, we are at the halfway mark of the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take our brief musical break. We're going to hit y'all with some. Not It's old, but it ain't that old. We're going to hit y'all with a little bit of Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z suit and tie. And when we come back, we're going we're gonna to hit you with the discussion of the night. Philadelphia International Record Label. We'll talk about some of the some of the iconic artists that this record label put it all put out. We're gonna talk about Gamble and Huff. For those that don't know, they are the founders of this record label. So when we come back, we'll give y'all another brief history lesson, and we're gonna talk about some of the sounds, the sweet, wonderful, unforgettable sounds of Philly. So we'll be back in a moment.
Pussy Ho. Uh, 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 all black at the white shows. White shoes at the black show. Green car for the Cuban links. Y'all sit back and enjoy the light show. Nothing exceeds like a set. South got got from having the best of the best. Is this what it's all about? I'm at the rest. The front, my rent, serving the guests. Gears of stress, tears on the dress. Try to hide a face with some makeup sex. Uh. This is trouble season. Time for tuxedos for no reason. All thanks for my angel. Alexander Wang too. Ass tight denim and some dunks. I'll show you how to do this, young, uh, no papers, catch papers, get high, out Vegas, Tuesdays on doubles, ain't looking for trouble, you just got good genes, so a nigga trying to cuff you, tell your mother that I love her, cause I love you, tell your father we go father as a couple, they ain't lose a daughter, got a son, I'll show you how to do this, huh, uh. I'ma leave it up on the floor tonight. Baby got fixed up euthanized Let me show you a few things All dressed up in black and white And you're dressed in that dress I like Love and swinging in the head tonight Let me show you a few things Let me show you a few things Show you a few things About love Love, love Let me show you a few things Show you a few things About gentlemen to kick off the second half of the show and we are again as i said before we took our musical break we're continuing our leg our our music uh record label legacy series we are talking about some of the most influential some of the most iconic record labels that have produced some of the most unforgettable and 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 in some cases untouchable artist sound ever ever heard ever recorded and I'm talking about going from vinyl to now digital from eight tracks to an iPod straight to your dog on iPhone so from a 45 inch vinyl to iTunes some of the most unforgettable sound that you will ever hear to where you just hear just the first three chords of the song and you know what song it is. That type of sound, that type of music, those type of artists. And again, today we are talking about the sound of Philly produced by none other than Philadelphia International Records that was co-founded by Gamble and Huff. Lady T, why don't you get ahead and hit me with a couple of nuggets? For those who don't know their red, their given names, it's Kenneth Gamble, who was actually, believe it or not, a Philadelphia na- native, 
and Leon Huff. They were not only the founders of this great um, record label, they were, believe it or not, a huge songwriting and producer team. They produced 15 gold singles and 22 gold albums during their run. Philadelphia International Records was founded in 1971 in the city of Brotherly Love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And they were actually a rival, Hitsville, USA, who was based out of Detroit, Michigan. Not surprising. Yes. Another big rival of theirs was CBS Records, which was headed by the very influential mogul, Clive Davis. They produced many records and artists, just influential and just powerful anthems, whether it has to be songs about love or political activism or just the Philadelphia sound which was just soulful as anything. Who are some of your favorite artists from this legendary powerhouse of a record label? So talk about the impact hearing the sound from the from some of those artists had on you. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is actually one of my favorite records. I mean, Harold Melvin they, they were, they, they had a phenomenal sound. They had a phenomenal sound. Um... You know, and then of course, everybody knows Teddy P was a part of uh, was a part of this group before he you know he went on to have uh, success as a solo artist. But um, he started with Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Um, again, phen- phenomenal sound, and they and they had a lot of hit a lot of hit records, a lot of, a lot of singles that to this day um, still touches. Um, we can talk about the queen of high notes herself, uh, Patty LaBelle, who's now making pies. May the Lord be with us. Uh, 
you know, everybody know Patty, Patty, Patty just, what can I say? Patty is Patty. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Patty. Everything from, no, you can't, you can't, you can't, you know. She was just, she, you know, another iconic, you know, another iconic artist that was under this, under this, this great record label. Um, the OJs, you know, and let's just be for real. Who don't love the OJs now? Nah. I uh, absolutely do. Money, 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 not- money. You know, backstabbers. You know, Brandy. Uh, work on me. Uh, I cry. I mean, I mean, I mean. Let these they this record label produce artists that in its time in in especially in the seventies that left a strong legacy behind strong legacy behind that even to this day still is still making noise. Yes. They're still leaving. They're, they're still leaving an impression on up-and-coming artists that was fortunate enough or, or blessed enough to be brought up hearing their sound, from their voices to the instrumentation of of of, of the record. It's just this is the things that we can't forget. You just, you just can't forget it. You can't forget it. No. I have a yeah. fa- I have a couple facts for you. Bishop, I have a fact for you about... I'm listening. I'm um, here. I don't know if you were ever aware that Harold Melvin was very jealous of Teddy Pendergrass's success with the group because original because I believe the record label actually wanted to call them Teddy Pendergrass and the Blue Moose. And this caused a rift between Harold and Teddy for quite some time before his departure. And another one another big act that was very big with this label, it's one of my favorite groups. It's it's not very talked about very often. They're not talked about very often, but they are responsible for writing some of the most iconic songs for this record label. But what the sad part is, they only had one hit together, and that was McFadden and Whitehead. John Whitehead and Gene McFadden. They wrote backstabbers for the OJs and many other, many other records. And every and that's true. John John Whitehead passed away. He was murdered in Philadelphia while fixing his car with his nephew. In July of 2004, and about less than two years later, 
Gene, his partner, Gene McFadden, passed away from cancer in January 2006. I would just like to take a moment to remember those gentlemen who were very influential. They wrote the most, one of the most iconic songs that is very prominent to this day used in protest elections. Their record ain't no stopping us now. I just still think that's mind blowing that they um that still gets sampled to this day. Yes, it's it's just incredible. It was so sad to see John and Gene go out in that way. But let me, I love me some of the OJs, I'm telling you. And believe it or not, one of the records that was brought to this record label, the sound, the sound of T-S-O-P was the Soul Train theme song for the longest time. Hmm. So, and you can't forget Billy Paul. Well, who was Billy Paul. Who was the very first artist that you were exposed to from this label? Oh. No, I can't forget Billy Paul. Man, rest in peace. You can't. Billy if you Paul. forget Billy Paul, something's wrong with you. I'll say one of the very first artists that I was exposed to from Philadelphia International Records was Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. I remember being a young child listening to Wake Up Everybody, No More Sleeping in Bed. This world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There is so much hatred, war, and poverty. And what, what makes it so, it just warmed my heart but it made me sad at the same time, but I was very inspired. I had tears in my eyes when I first heard this song, especially when the breakdown said, The world won't get better, the world won't get better, Lord. It's up to you and me. Na 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 na. I think I was about no no older than six or seven years old when I heard that song for the very first time. And what makes it so incredible is those lyrics from that record are very prominent to this day. It's it's just history repeating itself, if you think about it. Yeah. Um... And everybody knows, anybody who knows me knows I love Teddy Pendergrass. He just had that, that sultry voice that just pulled you in with every song and every lyric. Oh, 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 oh. 
especially with this record right here. Takes me back to being a youngster, just seeing my family, the adults in my family, just dance and just be in love with the lyrics and just singing it word for word. And I actually got into it, even though I wasn't supposed to be in the company of grown folks. <laughs> I knew the lyrics to this song when I was 10, by the time I was 10. But Teddy P, even after his accident in the 80s, which paralyzed him, and he later passed away in 2011 from colon cancer. That man left a musical legacy behind that I don't think many artists can match. I can't wait for someone no, for not. someone to pick up that pick up that biopic because I'll take my money quick. Cause I love me some Teddy P. Whoa. Well we know what's the name. Uh you know of course, Jaheen was 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 being called for a time, uh, baby Teddy P, because he sounded like him. But uh, the very first artist I ever heard from this record label were the OJs, and the song was Brandy. Um, just grabbed my attention. Yes. Um, I heard my uncle singing it, so it kind of like just grabbed my attention, um, got me hooked on the OJ. Then, of course, I heard, and that funny thing was, is I heard Teddy P as a solo artist before I heard Harold Melvin in the Blue Note. Um, so, um, but when I heard Harold Melvin in the Blue Note, I was just like, you know, again, another classic. Um, many classic joints. If you if you don't know me by now, um, song yes. that we played earlier, you know, bad luck. Um, as you mentioned, wake up everybody. Um, you know, these are are, are time these are these are timeless classics. And let's just and and everybody is not fortunate enough to have or to write, let alone record, a timeless. Classic, because a timeless classic literally is, is is exactly that. It's timeless. It, it goes from generation to generation to generation. It, it's not a it's not a something that you sit up and just you forget about, you know, because it was just hot for that particular time, or it was hot for that particular year, or it was hot for that particular month that it dropped. But it's it's a song or it's an album that literally basically gets passed from time from generation to generation. So these artists had the fortune enough to, to come in an era where 
there was nothing but good music being produced across the country and yet stood out. Because as you said earlier, they were the rivals of Motown. And Motown was producing some hits back to back to back by several different artists. Or not, I mean, we were, if you listen to when we first started the series, we started the series with Motown. So, I mean, this, this, you think about, if you really just go back and just think about it, I mean, for them to actually rival Motown, you know they had to have some artists that would do their thing. But, Absolutely. Again, again, timeless, a, a, a legendary record label, um, that have produced some iconic artists who have recorded and sung and put out iconic uh, iconic music and iconic songs that will never be forgotten ever um, we're coming out to the last few minutes of the show I want to say I appreciate our fans those that listen to us faithfully every week we appreciate you we value you um, bit of news Mike Check Idol has been put on hold for right now. It has been put on hold. Um, we will be bringing you further updates of when we when it will start back up, so that we can get some people to to participate. Again, we're talking about a hundred dollar Visa gift card. Come on now, who can't use an extra hundred? I know I can use the extra hundred. So who can't I use know, that's right, baby. Uh, uh, tune in tomorrow night for his and hers. With my main man, Ooch, and my crazy, nutty, nutty homegirl, Almond Joy, as they bring y'all real questions with real answers about relationships. Tune in at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, 6 p.m. for for all my West Coast people. And tune in, man. They're going to hit you with some stuff. And trust me, them two is crazy. I love them, but they're crazy. Especially Almond Joy. They crazy, but I love them. You know what I'm saying? So, so tune in and listen to that, man. You know, uh, and then, of course, tune in next Wednesday. Of course, if you missed last night's show, uh, you, you missed the treat. But tune in next Wednesday, 10 p.m., with my man, Chills, bringing you the, uh, the Skybox, talking about everything sports, everything. We, my man, cover, he cover everything, everything. But want to give a shout out to our CEO and his lovely wife, uh, Dolce Diva. But our CEO Poetry for this opportunity to bring you this show. Tune in next week. Uh, we're gonna continue the series. We're gonna bring you another legendary record label, and uh, who produced some legendary artists. And again, to give you an update about my check idol, uh, when you can expect it to pick back up. Other than that, that's it for me. Lady T, what you got? I just want to give a big shout-out to our lovely two sides of the story family, our lovely CEO, one of the most hardworking men I have ever met in my life and one of the most genuine, and his lovely wife, the lovely Dulce Diva, Our Skybox team, Chills, and Coach, and of course our His and Hers crew. Big shout out to Ooch and the lovely Almond Joy. And of course, I really, I want to thank you, Eddie, 
for being my partner in crime in this state. He called Mike Check. I couldn't ask for a better partner, much less a better friend. I just love the way we take care of each other and how we do our thing and combine our love of music and our knowledge to bring it every Thursday. I wouldn't have it any other way. And to think, I started out as a listener, and now I am a host on this show. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. And we only gonna get better. We only gonna get better. You got that right, baby. So you got that right. So we we enjoy we we enjoy doing what we do. Um, We're gonna we again. We're only gonna get better because we only want to we only want to give you guys the absolute best. So expect the show to get better. Expect the show to get greater. Expect the show to do do bigger and better things. Expect this expect this channel. Expect the T S O T S production channel to to become greater, do greater, and just go far beyond the sense back than what you can think or imagine. So from from me and and my lovely co host Lady T, we signing out. Again, this is Mike Check. But we don't just talk music, we live it. Deuces. We out. Good night.